You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's news and insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. I'm Steve Burnham. I'm back with Tax Wrap podcast, episode 89 of all things. Uh, joined capably again with uh, by Andy Nguyen. Hi, Steve. And Lisa Greig. Hey, Steve. Now, today we're recording this on Tuesday, the day that the 45th Parliament goes back. And uh, I think we've been rubbing our hands together, thinking, oh, good, some legislation to get our teeth into. Um, am I right there? And in Lisa, what do you think? Well, I think there is some legislation. Some may pass, yeah, some yeah. may not. <laughs> but we always love talking about the omnibus bill, don't we? Omnibus. That's right, yes. So the omnibus bill is a package of bills all lumped together. So that's why they call it the omnibus bill. Now, we weren't necessarily sure at the start of the day whether this, some of those super measures that were mentioned pre-budget were going to be in that particular bill, but um, I think, to our knowledge at the moment, it's not. So it's not. No, there's a, there's really? a pre-release that's just come out. It came yep. out overnight via Treasury, and um, there was an argy bargy, if I can use those words, between mm-hmm. Labor and the Coalition talking about there was going to be 21 measures, and there's 24. So the Labor Party saying, "Oh, Liberals have lied." Well, maybe they just can't count, well, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's 24 measures that have gone in, and we thought we'd talk about the ones that. Um, are tax-related, Steve, yep. today. Uh, but, but sorry, you're saying the super ones didn't super make Super ones did not make a showing. No, so no. what we've got, Steve, at the moment that's going in probably maybe today, yep. they've just gone back um, into session. Um, there's probably three bills that mm. are quite interesting what we've got. So we've got the... The cup of tea and cake bill, we'll call <laughs> yes. it that one. So let's yes. talk about that one first because that's a gimme, I reckon. Yeah, so that's the one where they increase the... Tax threshold from eighty to eighty seven eighty thousand to eighty seven thousand. Oh, yes. So, right. so those who might recall that was mentioned in the last budget, and that's got bipartisan support. So we we expect that one to go through. Yeah, and that's all that's in there. From my, we haven't seen a copy of the bill, but the title of the bill and what's covered is just that. Just so it's quite interesting that that one will just probably just make its way through both houses of parliament right. and get royal assent asap. Now, why did you call that the cup of tea and a cake? Yeah, because <laughs> because when we worked it out from 80,000 80, to eighty seven thousand, I think it worked out to be about six bucks. So oh. it is it is a, it is essentially well, a coffee Bo- and a cup in of Baldwin, it would be, you'd probably need all that six dollars for a coffee and cake. <laughs> in other suburbs, maybe it'd be a little bit cheaper. My okay. local does um, a coffee and a piece of raisin toast for four forty. My mother tells me, okay, yeah, probably with yeah. seniors discount as well, Steve. But <laughs> um, yeah, so that's like that's so that's so six dollars a week. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's is basically what you, what you okay. get out of it. So we did that at budget time. Mm. So I think uh, I can't remember who wrote the article now, Andy. But we've I got a, myself for Letty, but I can't. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Take credit where credit's due. <laughs> yeah. So we've got, we've got a coffee and a cake in the photo. So, so that was what, if, way back in one of our taxpayers. Given Steve. that get, that get, gets the the rush through the legislative mm-hmm. uh, channels, um, mm-hmm. when would that be? Is that it's yes. effective I mean, from one, one, one July. July? So okay. so it actually has retrospective application there. So ah, okay. so one of the things that. We're happy to have apply retrospectively. Yes, yeah, so yes, we think that will correct. impact non-resident rates as well, that's Andy, because yeah. that's usually what happens with these sort of tax bracket creep cuts. And also, um, we'll probably get some pay-as-you-go withholding relief, uh, probably oh, yeah. not retrospective. So the people that you know could get an extra couple of twenty cents when they do their tax return I next see. year, because yeah. they have, because remember, it's, it's the brackets going up, yep. so therefore the holdings going down. Or yep. starting about stalactites and stalagmites don't mean that, but that's sort of how it works. Okay, so from, yeah. from July one until now, they've we'll yeah. tax per- overpaid a little bit. Yeah, okay. yeah just a little so. bit. But it's not going to. It's going to be a proverbial, very small amount. Yep. So you'll get a little bit back when you do your tax return for next year for those entitled to a refund. All right. Well, mm. if a little bit helps, I'm yeah. trying to get a, 
<laughs> get a refund at the, at the moment. I, I haven't got there yet, but anyway. Yeah. And before we talk about the omnibus bill, let's talk about there's another bill that's going through, and this is the one that's sort of aggregated all those company tax cuts through. Right. So I think this is the one that... The enterprise co- bill, was yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And what tax cuts are they? What's the yeah, list of so them? those who might recall the coalition put in a 10-year enterprise plan. That's right. And that phases in the uh, corporate tax rate from... 30% to 25% for, for all businesses, and then there's a slow phase-in. So for small businesses, I think those with turnover in excess of uh, 10 mil, um, that would be 275 and they'll slowly phase that in as um, right. o- over time so that by, I think, within the next 10 years, so t- I've got to make sure I get this right in my head, 25, 25, 26, we should be, all companies should have a corporate tax rate of... 25%. But the real question is, you know, will, you know, the Labor Party support that sort of bill? They only supported pre-election just these tax cuts for small businesses only, and they right. didn't want to increase that threshold to 10 mil. So, yeah. So yeah. I think it's becoming playing the politics, if I can say that, Steve, as well, because yeah. with the the Royal Commission or whatever into banks, and therefore the banks are going to get the tax cut by the time we get to, what do we decide, 26, 27 or 25, something? 25, 26. or whatever. Thanks, Andy. Okay. Um, so I, I can't see that one going through, but... They've not interesting that they've aggregated all of those into one, so there'll be a bit of horse trading and things on that one. I now, think. What is the purpose? If you can just clear this up for me and the listeners of aggregating all the bills into into a package, is there any benefit in in doing that, or is it just to speed up processes? I think. I mean, with the omni, omnibus bill, it's supposed to put in place some of those saving measures that the uh, the government wanted to put through right. pre-election. So. So I suppose what they wanted to do was get the get get this through quickly and without less pain, and so they've yep. you've bundled it just no different to I suppose your home phone and your internet. They just oh. wanted to get it through yeah. very yeah. very quickly. And with the enterprise bill, though, Andy, I think that what they've done is there's probably they'll probably cherry pick a few of those. Mm. Like the Bracker Creek one's a bit of a no-brainer that'll just go through. So let's mm. have yeah. a win on the board as you you know yeah, low-hanging nice. fruit, all those sort of jargon words that we we use, Steve. But uh, with that one, there could be a little bit of mm. uh, horse trading going on with mm. that one. So I think that you know it could be pull that one out, put that one in, see what happens. Okay. Um, I think that they probably. They'll give the mutual win to the bracket creep and then they'll just do a little bit of negotiation mm. um, on the other ones. But then let's let's talk about the omnibus bill, Andy. So what, do you know what's in it? What, what do we know? No? <laughs> See, I did my homework this time and it's usually Andy that actually um, um, studies up big on those. All right, so what we have is the... Hex repayment threshold oh, yeah, yeah. is going to go down. Right. And mm. isn't there going to be introduced another level of threshold with a lesser repayment rate of 2%, I think? Yeah. So there's, yes. there's those sort of things. So like all we've seen at the moment is a one or two liner on each of these 24 right. items. So so in 2018-19, they're going to um, not – they usually um, like index – their hex threshold. So they're oh, going yeah. to reduce it so therefore more people repay their hex debt. Right. And you've got to remember as well, all those uh, people overseas as well, we've got to pay their oh, hex debt right. as well. So, Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that they're doing, and this is an interesting one because I don't think many people knew about this anyway, there's a nice little hex repayment loophole if you did courses in certain um, disciplines, being the good old STEM, which is quite interesting, so science, technology, um, engineering, maths, um, education or nursing. 
And what it was is that you could reduce your hex payment if you were employed in those fields. So if you did a maths degree and then became a maths teacher, for example, yeah, um, you could get a little bit of a, a help um, and hex reduction, which not many people used. I got told by someone um, in one of our discussion groups that there was a bit this loophole, and I've gone really find okay. out about it. So it's one of I think it's it's one of those um, you like those water cooler or around the barbecue oh, yeah. discussion, yeah. Steve, okay. where they came up with that. So that's the thing. Um, Private health insurance thresholds won't be indexed anymore. Oh. All right. So that's going to mean that you're going to pay more premium, more surcharges and things like that. Another one for FBT, and I know you love FBT, Andy. You're our resident FBT guru. Um, the For family um, assistance benefits and anything to do with oh. DHS, they're now not using the net fringe benefit amount. They're going to use the gross, gross. one. So, so have a think gonna, about that impact. Yeah, so that's going to drive up your report, arguably your reportable fringe benefits. Okay. And so, so yeah, so whether you're entitled to some of those benefits are now going to be questionable. So that's it, caught everybody yeah, um, yeah. by Do, surprise a little bit, even myself today. Employers may have to look at rethinking different contracts, etc. They may need to reevaluate that or the, the employee needs to also... As part of that process, reevaluate these things mm-hmm. as well. Sometimes the employer might say, "Look, we'll provide you with this particular benefit," but you know, sometimes employees are uh, not too much the wiser when they receive these things. They go, "But I, I get to receive that," but not knowing that there's mm. potential impact. And that's a lot. A lot of those things typically happen as well when people salary package just in the ordinary course of events. Um, all of a sudden, they've got um, reportables that um, they didn't know and it impacts all their other yeah, entitlements, yeah. even including you know repaying your help debt. Okay. Exactly. So that's so that's a really interesting when, point. When would that FBT change come in or we don't know? Or uh, I didn't write that down, but... Um, we'll find out. We'll in, come the, back in to the that. future, I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll get more, more details anyway, Steve. So uh, yeah. I just quickly you know, had a look at what was there. Uh, there was a lot of other things involving other allowances and things like that. So I've just tried to concentrate on things that impact the tax aspect of it. Okay. But one thing when I was reading them, I'm looking and going, what was ScoMo's previous portfolio? Social Security, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, so... Immigration? Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Social Security. Social Security okay. Yeah, it was Social Security. So... Uh, a lot of the things we're just sort of uh, we're, we're taking some money off the the, the needy. I'm finding in a yeah, lot of these so, cases. So, so essentially, the been... tax and tax knots. Yes, the oh, tax yeah, and tax yeah. knots. Yeah. That's not including Chevron and Google and, and yeah. Starbucks Which is and what all the tax he, knots. <laughs> what I assumed he meant when he said tax knots, yeah. but it's not. Uh, um, so, and the other thing that I found interesting, lastly, in the omnibus bill, and I read um, an article by uh, one of my previous college colleagues, um, David Gelb from KPMG, that runs the R and D um, group in KPMG Melbourne, uh, talking all about the R and D offsets. So, the non-refundable R and D offsets. It looks like they're going to phase in a reduction in that offset by one and a half percent. Okay. So, I'm not sure where this fits with the. Innovation, innovation, yeah, yeah innovation yeah. agenda, exactly, Steve. That's where I was heading with it. I'm thinking, well, if that's going to well, – I think the last line that Gelby said was uh, maybe people will move their IP to more tax-favourable jurisdictions. That's opening up a whole other can of worms, yeah. which I thought was interesting. Um, so you, you're looking at BEPs and transfer pricing versus um, R&D offsets, but I thought that was a bit disappointing mm. um, given that we're trying to be – the clever country and not the lucky country going forward. Jobs and growth and all that, yeah. <laughs> but, one, but one thing we need to consider as well is whether we're going to get that level of tax reform that the country desires or yeah. people desire because the way that the the way that the way House of Reps looks and also the composition of the Senate, it's going to be quite a bit of, like I 
like to put it, compromise to make sure that some of these bills go through. So whether we get that meaningful reform that you know people have been yearning for is and that quite we're working towards for all of this, this and last year it seems um, with the white paper and proposed green paper or vice versa. I meant yeah. So um, this omnibus bill is meant to try and save I think six point one billion dollars of of, yeah. of is uh, that figure spending over the four years. Oh, it's yeah. Or? Oh, who knows four ten. <laughs> I, I just worry, you know, who knows? You're looking at now, um, what Turnbull's popularity is lower than it's ever been. Well, so yeah. we might have a democracy, but we might be having a new prime minister every year. I mean, <laughs> it's just hilarious, isn't it? So it's actually, it's not hilarious. It's very disappointing for the country. And I think that um, there's no sign of what's happening with the superannuation space. So what about that? We just have to hang on and see, I suppose. I mean, there was a lot of talk as to whether it's retrospective or prospective mm. and, you know, sort of Labor's come out. It's a sticking point on... Yeah. on. So there's Labor. no sign of the bill. At exactly. the moment, there's no sign of the bill mm. that's going to go ahead. And uh, I think if there's bipartisan support that something needs to be corrected mm. would be the nicest way of putting it. So we'll just see what ends up coming uh, through. But uh, in the omnibus world, there wasn't anything, I think, real controversial with no. it all. Still, I think it could be just playing politics if it doesn't go through. Well, day one, I mean, Parliament's back, so hopefully we'll see some uh, policy changes in, or proposals, etc., come forward. And, of course, listeners, stay tuned to Tax and Super Australia. Uh, and we'll report on that um, in due course and listen to the podcast, of course, every week. We'll tell you what we know. And you'll mm-hmm. be the first to hear it. and Well, you won't be the first to hear it, but we'll give you our take <laughs> on it. Um, well, hopefully we have a bit more certainty over the uh, next three months, Steve, yeah, because exactly. we've, we've been a little bit uh, up in the air, taking a helicopter view and trying yep. to crystal ball gaze about what's going through, where at least we've now got at least the pollies that we pay uh, <laughs> will be working for the next three months. Something to get our teeth into, that's right. Okay, thanks again, listeners, and uh, tune in next week. Thank you, Andy, and thank you, Lisa. Thank you.